welcome to the Truly Twisted Minds podcast. My name is Amber. And I am Trish. We would like to extend our sincere thanks to each and every one of our listeners, whether you have been with us from day one or if you are new on this very episode. If you find that you like our little show, please share us with any and all of your friends who are also into true crime. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or comments on the current episode or want to share your opinions on the case, please feel free to hit us up on our social social media pages, Twitter and Instagram. Both of the usernames are at Twisted Minds Pod, all lowercase, all one word. So please, we want your feedback. And if you happen to be friends with us on Facebook when we post our, that we've added our show, feel free to comment to us there as well. Please do. <laughs> and we would like to take this time now to dedicate this episode to uh, the memories of Shanann, Bella, and Celeste uh, Watts and unborn Nico Watts and also to uh, their friends and family. Yeah, this one's a pretty heavy story very depressing and maddening very maddening so we will get right into it all right so christopher lee watts was born on may 16th 1985 in spring lake north carolina to ronnie and cindy watts he also has a sister named jamie lynn williams and by everything that I could find in my research, uh, Chris had a pretty normal upbringing. He was very active in athletics from a young age. And he went to school at Pine Forest High School in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And he graduated from there in 2003. Mm-hmm. According to a former teacher of his, uh, Joe Duty, um, who was quoted as saying, he was one of the best students I ever had. This is a shock. He also noted that Chris had a photographic memory, and after seeing something one time, he would learn it. Wow. Others described described Chris as the, quote-unquote, boy that every girl had a crush on, but he was shy and awkward. I mean, I have to admit, like, just looking at him, he was, you know, good-looking. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's cute, and then... You find out what he did, and it's like, oh, you bastard. So this is one of those cases that is not of the norm, because usually we can find something that is indicative of why Mm -hmm. they would turn into the person that they did. But this wasn't one of those. He's not obviously an abused child he's not obviously um sociopathic he just well he's very narcissistic that's for sure yeah he just one day well i guess not one day i mean by all account by some accounts later which we'll get into you'll see that but anyway so by all the his teachers and friends thought that he would end up going to school because he had a interest in automobiles in in particular NASCAR. Oh, okay. So this uh, teacher 
uh, Joe Duty, he even thought that he would end up becoming a pit crew, like in charge of a pit crew. Oh, okay. For NASCAR because he was so interested in it and had an affinity for it. Gotcha. However, that didn't become a thing. And it was in 2010 that uh, Chris met Shanann Watts. Well, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her maiden name. Uh, But they met via Facebook. He sent her a friend request. And Shanann herself was quoted as um, saying she didn't think anything would come of it. And she doubted she'd ever meet him. Mm -hmm. But that, you know, he was cute and... She said, okay, follow. Well, it turned out to be completely different from that. And when, two years later, in on November 3rd of 2012, Chris and Shanann became married. And they had a ceremony in North Carolina. And after that, they moved uh, to a home in Frederick, Colorado, which is a suburb of Denver. And that was in 2013. Yeah, it's kind of weird that, you know, they started off in North Carolina and then moved to Colorado. But, you know, I understand, you know, they went there and they kind of fell in love with the. The country. country. Yeah. The, I'm going to say territory. It's like the territory. It's not Canada. <laughs> no, um, it's easy to fall in love with the mountains and the picturesque views. And yeah, it it is really, really pretty. All of that. And if I wasn't someone who had a negative attitude towards snow, I might think about going there and and living there permanently. Right. I'm not a fan of the cold, y'all. No. Same here. You're not snowbirds. No, we should be snowbirds. Yeah. Permanent snowbirds. Yes. Anywho. So by the end of 2013, in December, on December 17th, 2013, um, their first daughter, Bella Marie Watts, was born. What a cutie she was. Oh, she was adorable. And not even two years later, her little sister, Celeste Catherine Watts, also known as Cece, was born on July 17th of 2015. Another little cutie. Yep. And there was a huge uh, Facebook social media presence from Shanann due to her work. She was um, part of a MLM company. Which is, I don't know. What is the term, the verbiage for the acronym? Oh, geez. Um, multi-level uh, marketing. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> multi-level marketing scheme. Pyramid scheme, as some people call it. Or yes. everybody calls it. I don't know. Yeah. Never been a part of one. But apparently, apparently she, she was really good at it. Yeah. And so good that she won a car. Yeah, Alexis, no less. Right? Like, go Shanann. <laughs> and it, you know, through the uh, videos she'd share on Facebook and pictures and all that, you could see that they would take trips, like lots and lots of trips, mm-hmm. due to her success in her field. And Chris had a job uh, as an oil field worker for Andarco Petroleum. So, he was fairly successful, too. I mean, he brought in a respectful amount of money mm-hmm. per year. 
Yeah, because they didn't Shanann have like a salary of like eighty grand a year, I think. Mm-hmm. And according to what I looked up, Chris had a annual income of like sixty grand. So I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I know there were still they still had financial issues though. Yeah, there was cause... reports of them filing bankruptcy and yep. all and that jazz. They lived in like a four hundred thousand dollar house and had student loans and all that jazz yeah debt and it's like yikes yeah so i mean other than that it seemed like everything was peachy keen and they only had eyes for each other right and their relationship perfect couple yeah their relationship kind of worked because she was kind of self-admittedly high strung and ocd and needed order and everything and he was just described by everybody as laid back Mm -hmm. and he didn't really like argue or anything yeah he was like chill and she was like kind of like just go 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 right right and it it melded well well um then we turn to uh june 11th of 2018 and shanann surprised chris with the news that they were expecting baby number three and there was some question as to his reaction of the whole to the whole thing mm-hmm. because some people viewed it as he didn't really seem terribly excited. Right, cuz as we know she documented a lot on Facebook. Like a lot, a lot. A lot. Like people were like even commenting about how she should like put down the phone and like be in the moment with her kids, but it's like at the same time you'll have like these moments you know captured forever so right right and it's it's kind of a fine line to balance on because she has to be proactive in regard to her you know business and stuff Mm -hmm. so you get used you get accustomed to doing things like that and then you know you start doing the everyday stuff on top of it and it just becomes a thing that you do instead of something People that can just be have to yeah bitch about everything so of course but i mean the vid- when i watched the video it seemed like he wasn't like upset he seemed like surprised right but he like didn't... she had a shirt on that said like oops we did it again or something yeah yeah and it was really it's... cute yeah and it he seemed like he was happy he was like that's awesome you know things mm-hmm. like that but it wasn't like he was like yeah he it's wasn't like he wasn't like Okay. donning pom-poms and cheering but he wasn't like oh crap either so <sighs> like, well however we would find out later that he was not keen on having that third child no he was not and he expressed as much to shanann eventually mm-hmm. but and even after they found out that they were going to have a little boy. Yeah, because he, from Shanann's account, he had talked her into having another child. Right. It was his idea. And she was saying that she had hoped that it was a boy. Yeah, for him. Yeah. Because they already had two girls. So, mm-hmm. and they did find out it was a little boy and they were going to name him Nico. Which is so cute. Mm hmm. But in this same month, June of 2018, Chris would start becoming distant. And that was because he met a new lady friend at work named Nicole Kessinger. Hmm. 
and it didn't take long for things to advance with them, which then led to things becoming strained between Chris and Shanann. Right. And at the same time, um, he was denying having any significant relationship with anyone else, but they were um, having marriage troubles and she was trying proactive to be proactive and be like, Hey, well, let's go to counseling, you know, right. let's do this. Let's see if we can find ways to reconnect. And yep. he just wasn't about that life. So he was already had his mind set elsewhere. And then yeah. Nicole coming along didn't help. And Shanann ended up going on vacation with the girls to North Carolina for six weeks. Yeah. And Chris would stay back for the majority of that time. Yep. He didn't join them until like week five, I think. It was the end of July. Yeah. When he met up with them again. July 31st is when he flew in. Yep. But by then he had already started a physical relationship with Nicole. And they'd been on dates and on a vacation and blotty, mm -hmm. blotty, blotty. And tell them about the calculator app thing oh i was getting there they had been sending back um nude photos back and forth to one another or scantily clad photos and he had this calculator app that wasn't actually a calculator it was a secret place to store of said photos so his wife would not be the wiser it's like who does that i know i haven't said that last few uh, episodes but shady mfr Jesus. A very shady, shady MFR. Mm-hmm. So he's very disillusioned anyway, as far as their relationship goes, and he's got love in his eyes for this new lady. And then, to be fair to Nicole, though, according to most of the stuff we've seen or read, mm -hmm. she was under the impression that the relationship between Chris and Shanann had been finished. Yeah, they were like divorced or at least separated. Like and they were in a separate. When they first when they first ta started talking, he said they were separated. Mm -hmm. But by the time they actually physically got together, and he said that they were yeah, divorced. he said they were divorced. So, so I mean, you can't really. I, I mean, guess, if that's the case, then you can't really fault her too much. No, but at the same time, you wonder how much she actually did know. Right, because we had watched the Netflix documentary. Um, oh, what was the name of it? An American, American neighbor or something like that. An American crime or something. It's in my little thingy that I've got written up here. Do 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 do. American crime. I think you're right. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, American murder, the family next door. Um, and I totally lost my train of thought of what I was gonna say. We were talking about, um, Nicole, bad Nicole, yeah, because <laughs> there's a good Nicole that's a friend of Shanann's, which <laughs> we'll get to. Cheater but, Nicole, yes, cheater Nicole. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. Um, but yeah, she. Mm -hmm. Say Mistress Nicole. Yeah. Mistress Nicole. We'll go with that. I like that. 
Um, but yeah, she was kind of shady too, though, because because you they I remember them talking oh, that's about what it was um her search history, her Google, yeah, her Google search. history, because she had said something about something about being a mistress and something in regards to um what was getting it? a book deal getting a book deal and and amber, amber fry, fry and, and what her net worth was yep. and all that jazz From the so she, it was like Peterson she wanted thing. to yeah also she had googled shanann's name like a year before she and chris even got together so it was like she had Either she was curious about him or she held a torch for him for a long time. Right. Because by the beginning of August, she was um, Googling wedding dresses. Yeah. And all that sort of thing. Well, and then he's Googling stuff, too. Like, how... How do you know when you're in love or... When, how, do, you when do you say, say it? I love you and... All that, all that stuff. Like, okay... <laughs> Should you be worrying about when you're in love with somebody else when, you know, you're kind of married? With children? With children. <laughs> just saying. I mean, we don't mean to judge, but... Okay, judging. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I know that during the vacation before Chris joined them in North Carolina, Shanann was getting the impression that not everything was right because he wasn't like calling. He wasn't responding to mm -mm. FaceTimes. Nope. That sort of thing. She would be initiating everything. And if she was lucky, he'd pick up. Right. And he would always have some sort of excuse like, oh, I fell asleep or mm -hmm. I missed the call. My phone Sorry. died. Blah, blah, blah. Whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I know Shanann, at least in two instances, had come right out and said, are you having an affair? Mm -hmm. And he denied it. He straight up denied it. He said, nothing's going on. We're fine. Blah, blah, blah. And so, but even when he joined them in North Carolina, he was distant. And she would, like, note to, in text to her friends, like, you know, he's only kissed me once since he'd been here. Um... I took a shower, which he knows is a cue for I want to have relations, and mm -hmm. he he turned me down. He rebuffed my advances, and he would rather work out instead, and things like that. And that's another thing. Um, he had been what did he say? Like two hundred forty some pounds two, when they met, like two fifty or something. And um, he did look a lot different. Yeah, from like their wedding photo to like. To, current yeah. yeah and it was obvious that he'd worked out a lot and he went down to like 180 185 yeah and like we had stated i mean he was obviously a decent looking man mm -hmm. but um i hate to say that it seemed like you know with that and maybe some newfound confidence plus the whole little Girly puppy friend. dog relationship with nicole mm -hmm. and Bad the nicole. fact yeah mistress nicole mm -hmm. that things just kind of came to a head and he decided that he wanted to get a divorce so after i'm gonna backtrack a little bit after chris had denied the affair Shanann wasn't sure 
what to make of everything. Mm-hmm. She kind of thought it maybe it stemmed from a, an argument that she had had with his parents while visiting him in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Because they had gotten ice cream or something with nuts and the younger daughter, Cece, was allergic. Yeah. And so, of course... So, being... the grandma had gotten ice cream that had ingredients that... Like, had the nuts and stuff that um, Cece couldn't like, have. All of the ingredients that Cece could not have. And it's like, hello. And, of course, as mom's going to be upset about that. Yeah, as a parent, you're going to be like, hey, hold on a sec. You know, you can't do this. This could kill my kid, your grandchild. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they took offense to that. And they, like, got all butthurt because she called them out on it. Mm-hmm. And she said she didn't want to take them back over there because who knows if they would, you know, have something else. Right. And so they ended up skipping the little one's birthday party and all that jazz. And so she thought maybe they're their uh, tension stemmed from that but he said oh no no you know he agreed with her he was like no it's important that they you know are careful and i'll talk to them get it straightened out or whatever exactly but supposedly his mom and shenan had never gotten along yeah that was something that was from the very get-go they did not get along because of how like i guess outspoken she was because she wasn't a doormat, essentially. Yeah. And, um... So, again, they basically patch things up to for the most part. I mean, she still is concerned. Mm-hmm. Shanann is, but... Yeah. She thinks things are kind of gonna be heading in a better direction, because they had a... Uh, decent conversation which she told a friend that was their best talk yet before she left on a business trip on august 9th 2018 uh to arizona right and she wrote him a letter and left it for him saying that you know they were gonna get through this and she you know telling him how much she like cherished their relationship and how she wanted to fight for it and everything but i don't know I mean, she was gone. She left on August 9th, and by August 11th, he's asking for someone to watch their daughter so he can, quote unquote, go to a baseball game. Baseball game, which was uh, code for I'm going to take my little mistress out to eat and and out to a bar. Yeah. So he had people watching his daughter so he could go on a date with his mistress. Yeah. Stellar guy. Shady mofo totally and it's like you know what i i know things happen right Mm -hmm. and people don't always go about things the correct way the least he could have done i mean be honest say okay look i'm not feeling us anymore i don't want to you know i don't feel like i want to fight for it i've met someone we need to go our separate ways Mm mm-hmm don't kill her. Yeah. What the fuck? That is... There's been so many of these cases where instead of, you know, going the divorce route, it's like, oh, we'll just kill her. And then, you know, nine times out of ten, they get caught right away because, hello. They're stupid. 
the spouse is always the first person that you look at when the other person goes missing. And then if you have freaking breadcrumb trail leading right to you, uh-huh. what do you think's going to happen? Yeah, this was honestly like the dumbest criminal I think that we well, have. I don't know if it's the dumbest, but he well, wasn't the brightest bulb in the box either. It's up there. So yeah, anywho. So Shanann's gone until August 13th, 13th. 2018. And she gets home around 2, 2 a.m. Yep. And her friend Nicole Atkinson, mm-hmm. uh, good Nicole, yes. friend mm-hmm. Nicole, gave her a ride home. And that was the last time anyone saw her, aside from Chris. Right. And we will be getting into that really soon. Gonna take a little station identification break. (laughs) Yep. You're gonna hear our lovely anchor ad for our sponsors. And then we'll be back with the rest of our information on the Chris Watts case. Stay tuned. Hi, and welcome back to the Truly Twisted Minds podcast. I'm Amber. And I'm Trish. And we are going to continue with our episode on Chris Watts. And Trish is going to take it away from when Shanann got home after her, what would be her final business trip on August 13th, August 13th of 2018. Yep. So she got home at about 2 a.m., and her friend uh, Nicole Atkinson, that we had talked about earlier, she had dropped her off because uh, she was with her on the trip. She called her uh, later that morning because Shanann had had a doctor's appointment. Because, um, as we told you, Shanann was uh, 15 weeks pregnant and couldn't get a hold of her and kept trying her and trying her and. Um, Nicole no response. Right. Nicole tried to get into the house and it seemed to take Chris like a while to get home. And well, I know she contacted him first and he said that she was quote unquote on a play date with the girls. Right. But weirdly enough, he could not come up with the name of the person where she was at. It's like, and not only that, but she peeked into the garage and saw the Lexus and the girls as car seats. Exactly. And how would she have gone anywhere without the car and the car seats with the kids? I mean, duh. duh. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, in the Netflix documentary, American murder, the family next door, he was just acting like really nonchalant and not really all that concerned. And it's like, okay, here you have your wife who's 15 weeks pregnant and your two little girls who are three and four that are missing. Mm-hmm. Well, but according to him, there was nothing to worry about because they were on a play date. Right. And then when he did an interview with the local news, he just seemed like very blasé and was like almost laughing when he said that he, he wanted, wanted them, them back. back. Yeah. He, like, had this weird smirky smile on his face. It was and just creepy. It was, and- it was, it did give you the impression that he was worried and concerned about their welfare. It gave you the impression that you wanted to pop him in the face. Exactly. Because he was acting like a 
freaking schmuck. Yep. And as you had stated before, Shanann and the girls had been uh, previously in North Carolina for about six weeks. And um, obviously he hadn't reached out while they were gone. And mm -hmm. there had been, you know, friction with his mom and everything. And when he was questioned shortly after the disappearance, his answers to the questions were like evasive. Mm -hmm. And he claims that she had taken the girls to a friend's house for a play date, but couldn't come up with a friend's name. And he um, was given the opportunity to take a polygraph, which he did. Pen failed miserably. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my Epically mouth. Epically failed. Epically failed. And the more the police talked with him, he finally told authorities what had happened. He had stated that the last time they spoke... It was a, quote, emotional conversation, end quote. And allegedly, a neighbor had seen and heard them arguing before Shanann had left on the business trip. And then when they noticed her, they, like, started hugging and yeah. embracing within, like, 30 seconds. Yeah, like, oh, it's we're like, done now. It's like, can't like have it was, an audience for our argument. Yeah, like it was all a show. Mm-hmm. And but he, yeah, his even when he quote unquote confessed that first time, it was half BS, right? Because he was trying to pin the girls' death on her. Yep, and I'll get into that here shortly. Here, um, he had also uh, told Shanann that he was terrified of having a third baby. Even though he's the one that pushed for it in the first place. Right? It's, it's like, like, um... Okay. Maybe he just felt like he couldn't deal? Who knows? I don't know. Well, he was arrested on August 15th, 2018. And at first, he had stated that Shanann had killed the girls. And then he killed Shanann in retaliation. Uh-huh. He was in this, like, blind rage or something. But the little... Little girls were found at his work site in crude oil drums um, and had been submerged for four days. Because he led them to the oil drums. Yes. And her grave. Mm -hmm. Shanann's remains were found in a shallow grave nearby. And what was it that you told me um, that you found? He had been writing um, to this woman named... Sherilyn Cadle and she said that after he um killed the killed the girls and Shanann mm -hmm. and had taken them out to this site that he wanted to bury her separately from them because he was angry with her and at that moment hated her so much that she didn't want he didn't want her to be with the kids, even in death. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. What a guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, because um, when he first confessed, because he confessed to his dad yeah. while he was in interrogation. And he had originally said that, you know, Shanann was the one that had killed the girls first, and then he had seen her 
kill one or she had killed one and then he saw her go to smother the other one on the baby monitor and then he killed her in retaliation or something yeah he saw red and like it just happened and blah 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 yeah then he changed his story allegedly when um shenan got home from her trip they had argued about chris having an affair which of course we would come to find out later he indeed was and he said that he had wanted out of the marriage and shenan said that she would take the kids and he'd never see them again he then killed um the girls in shenan mm-hmm. and it's unclear well i was gonna say it was unclear if he killed the girls first but no he said he killed them after well he also alleged in these letters that he attempted to kill them before he killed Shanann. Mm-hmm. Before she even got back. And. Um, he had thought. even He had even thought that he had succeeded. Supposedly. And that he had smothered them already. Right. And then he killed Shanann. But. He found out that wasn't the case. When the oldest daughter came in. And was like. What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with mommy? mommy? Yeah. And according to this one letter he wrote to that um, lady, that lady he was a pen pal with from jail, mm-hmm. the the four year old literally watched him wrap her up in the sheets and drag her down the scare down the stairs, and said she was she burst into tears while watching him drag her down the stairs. And then he took her body put it in the back seat of his truck on the floorboard took the girls put them in the truck mm-hmm. and then um drove out to the work site smothered cc cc first three-year-old and then put her in the oil drum put her in the oil drum and then when he came back bella was like are you gonna do something to me now or something like that like basically saying am i in trouble you know yeah and he claimed he didn't say anything and he said daddy no and he smothered her and just when he talked about this it was just so it, it was such a lack of emotion it made my blood run cold and normally like i'm not that like I don't want to say I'm not, like, emotional when I hear, you know, stuff like that, but... I mean, you are, but... This was just... Oh, my God. It was just like he was talking about anything else. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like... That is your flesh and blood, you asshole. It wasn't like, you know, I just killed my child. It was, oh, I just had a hamburger at the fast food joint or something. Exactly. The way he was talking. It was just ridiculous. You know something else that was divulged in those letters is that um, Chris had said that he tried to poison Shanann with a quote-unquote large dose of oxycodone weeks before her murder. So she'd have a miscarriage. So she would have a miscarriage. Wow. Because he didn't want he didn't want the third baby mm-hmm. and quote unquote it was easier to cheat if his wife wasn't pregnant yeah 
That's what it says. Because you know that just makes cheating that oh so but so much better, better. yeah. And the quote unquote <sighs> supposed attempt was unsuccessful, although Shanann did become ill. Right. Now none of this has been corroborated or anything, but this is just what she wrote, what she received in the letters written by Watts. Yeah. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm still so like. Blown away. By it. Yeah. And you'd like to think that this guy is psych- like a psychopath of some sort mm-hmm. or not, but there's nothing indicative in his, you know the way he was brought up or his behavior in the past to no, and think, make you think that he would go that way. And that's like our claim to fame. It's like we want to find out why these people did what they did. But honestly, I think in this case, he just did this to get them out of the way so he could start his new life. And it's just, it's cleaner than getting a divorce and having to have alimony and all that other shit. Uh-huh. Which is, I think, a coward's way out. Oh, for sure. And I don't know why he thought he was going to get away with it. Like, oh, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to get this um, life insurance payment. And I'm just going to move on in this new life with my little mistress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is Googling, oh, did Amber Fry get a book deal? How much was it worth? What's her net worth? God. Blah, blah, blah. Just so you know, people people can look up your search histories, just so you know. Nothing secret on the internet. No. Unless you're really fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) And you can really cover your tracks, but that's near impossible. Yeah, although, God, it's probably creepy to look at ours with all of the true crime stuff that we do. (laughs) Well, it's not like we're going to be going out and committing a crime or anything. No, no, nothing like that. So, um, anyway... On August 21st, he was charged with three counts of first-degree murder, plus two counts of murder of a child under the age of 12 while in the position of trust, quote-unquote, and three counts of tampering with a, a deceased human body and unlawful termination of a pregnancy. And obviously, bail was denied since he had admitted to the murders. And... Like I said, just hearing him talk about the killings is just the most chilling thing I think I've ever heard. And he did end up uh, pleading guilty at the trial, yeah? Yes. Yeah, I don't think... He avoided the death penalty that way. Yeah, and it didn't even go to trial, did it? No, 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 no. It it was like the arraignment or whatever. What do you plead and that sort of thing. Yep. He pled guilty and... Which is probably a good thing because with all of the evidence against him and the fact that, well, he uh, confessed to it. Right. And you know what's sad? His folks are still defending him. They're saying that he... Like, they're trying to demonize Shanann still. 
basically saying they believe that she killed the girls and well and there's still people out there that are saying that you know she was like a bad mom you know with all the videos and everything and it's like put your phone down live in the moment blah 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 it's like well yeah but i mean it's like that's victim shaming why the hell would you want to do that exactly what good could that possibly do? It doesn't do any good. But, you know, people are going to be like, oh, this is a free country. I have my opinions. I'm free to say them. And so, I will say always, you know, with rights come responsibilities. If you know that what you're saying is wrong, mm-hmm. just because you have a First Amendment right doesn't make it okay to say it. No. You don't know what your words are going to do. Exactly. To somebody else. It's like, be classy, people. It's like, you know what? You can believe that she was a bad mom or what have you, but don't attack her family. They've already lost three family members. Exactly. And a son-in-law they thought was good for their daughter Mm -hmm. and for their grandkids. Yep. Someone that they trusted. The family suffered enough. God, just... Let Why them... add to it by being a shithead? Exactly. So And I will hop down off my soapbox now. <laughs> sorry about that. That's okay. But not sorry. So he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole, plus 84 years. Good. And according to some online sources and jailhouse informants, uh, the other inmates want nothing to do with him. So he's kind of like a pariah. Well, I know they... Um... For his safety, they moved him from Colorado to Dodge Correctional Facility in In Wisconsin. Wampin, Wisconsin, yes. And I sincerely hope that he hears his daughter's cries of no daddy every Mm -hmm. night. Every single night until the day he passes away. Yep. And I hope if he tries to off himself, it's unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. And he just, like, continues to live with that. And yeah. be tortured by it. Absolutely. And that sounds cruel, but at the same time, it's like what he did was beyond cruel. Absolutely. So, did you know that Shanann's family uh, filed a civil suit against him? No, I didn't. Yeah, in 2019, they won the civil suit. Okay. And. It states that Chris owes the parents $6 million. $3 million for each death and $3 million for emotional pain. Wow. And the amount continues to grow with 8% interest. Okay, so how does he pay that? They're never going to see it. I was going to say. But should he try to secure like a book deal or anything like that, he's not going to profit. It's going to go to them. Okay. So I mean, it kind of takes away, it kind of takes away the point of even doing something like that. So mm-hmm. I, I'm all for it. Go parents, right? Go Shanann's family. Yes, we are Team Shanann. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and I think it was despicable that that. Nic- Mistress Nicole Chick was trying to see if she could benefit off of it. 
I mean, and to be fair, I haven't heard anything about her trying to, like, pen a book deal or anything. Yeah, or... so, I mean, at least that's kind of classy on her part. I did actually um, read something that, like, I think within the last year or so, he, um, there was an article that I read that he tried to reach out to her. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that, too. Like, he had tried to write to her and she hadn't responded to him i think so is what i read yeah so haha that's probably a good thing yeah and you know what another thing he said to the um pen pal Hmm. to the person he was writing to as a pen pal yeah he asked her if he got out of jail if she would let him watch her granddaughter who's about the same age as his daughter cc would be and she's like, okay, what would make you think I'd ever trust you with? I wish you could see the horrified expression <laughs> on my face. I know. that She's like wide-eyed and like, what the hell? Yeah. I have, like, who I have three question. words for you. Oh, hell no. Hell fucking no. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Pepper that shit with an expletive there. No way. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. And it's just so random that he would ask that. Like he's going to get out anyway. Uh, um, Fair point, but still. I mean, it's kind of like a he's like playing a little mind game with her. Right. Like trying to screw with her like, okay, do you believe me? Do you Mm. think I'm okay? I'm not a monster. Can Can I watch your grandkid? Blah, 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 blah. It's like he's just bored and like playing a game with her oh my god and yeah so i thought that was an interesting little tidbit too i'd love to i need i want to get the whole book of these uh writings that he sent her just to see what kind of crazy stuff i heard there's like a bunch of like grammatical errors and stuff i would probably be twitching through it if i read it well yeah but if it's like the actual letters i mean why would you clean it up then it's like more authentic true a more authentic experience this is true which begs the question how would he have that many grammatical errors if he was someone with a photographic memory right you'd think he'd know the rules to grammar right and as a grammar geek yeah (laughs) sorry i'm such a grammar geek it drives me nuts and that that uh, thought just occurred to me. I was like, well, um, what's it going to be? Well, I mean, I know that if she published it herself, then there was probably no editor or proofreader or anything. So, like, anything that she wrote. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I'm, th- I'm thinking that's what people were saying. Like, it's her stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you gotta remember, she's just this random pen pal. It's not like... Yeah. Yeah. And apparently... Not like she's Anne Rule or anything. Apparently, he has a lot of uh, fan mail. Which I never... I cannot wrap my mind around idolizing someone like that. Oh, he's dreamy. I'm gonna write to him. It's like... I don't care if he's a murderer. Ted Bundy. Night Stalker. Ramirez. Yeah. Yeah. 
Chris Watts. It's like, oh my god. Weren't there like people that were like devoted to Manson too oh, yeah. that were writing? Oh yeah. And it's just like, uh-huh. seriously, y'all, what is wrong with you? What These people even? are depraved. Oh, but I feel like I'm connected. Have I you feel like you someone lately. I feel like you need to talk to somebody about your mental issues. Yeah, just saying. Good lord. I'm sorry if it's a murder. I'm. I don't think I'm gonna want them aware that I am. Oh, that I live on the face of this earth. Not that I'm a chicken by any means, but I don't want to bring trouble to my door. No. No, no. And I don't know, maybe it's just like the fascination or like the mystique and then knowing that, you know, they'll probably never get uh, released. Yeah, but look at the ones that get married when they're in jail. True. It's like weird. Anywho's it. <laughs> It's very freaking weird. Yes, I agree. Okay, and with that, do you have anything else to add? I do not. Just that our next episode's going to drop November 7th, early morning on November 8th. So our next episode is going to be about uh, Judith Barcy and Dominic Dunn. And it's a t- kind of a two-for-one affair because yep. one was a basically child abuse slash murder-suicide. Murder-suicide. And then um, Dominic Dunn was actually murdered by her boyfriend. So it's going to be a juicy one. Yeah. And with that said, I'm going to throw out the normal questions. What did you think of the episode? Do you think that Chris Watts was treated fairly if he got a just punishment. Do you think people are kind of off their rocker for fanboying or fangirling over him? What say you? Please respond to us on our Twitter or Instagram at Twisted Minds Pod. And with that being said, we will let you go for now. I'm Amber. I'm Trish. And we hope you have a most fabulous couple of weeks. And we will catch you on the flip side. Stay twisted, peeps. Later.